In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. And this is the testimony of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees, and they asked him, Then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one who you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. Here we end the reading of God's holy word. Well, we continue this morning our series for Advent this year, a series focusing on the first chapter of the Gospel of John under the theme of Jesus Christ, the light of the world. Uh, we saw last time that John, as he begins his gospel, uh, takes us back into eternity, telling us who Jesus is. He is the one who, from the beginning, is God along with the Father. John highlights his eternality. John highlights his power in creation, and that this one is the light of the world. 
Now, as we get to verse 6, we come up to present time in the New Testament. Speaking of one who came as a witness to the light, God sent a forerunner to prepare the world to, to receive his Son. This morning we talk about the witness to the light. And as we look at what John did, we see also our own call to be witnesses to the truth of who Jesus Christ is. Verse 6, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. And our author here deliberately focuses on the fact that this one that he describes in verse 6, although sent from God, although commissioned by God, was not the one previously spoken of. Before, he talked about the Word, and now he talks about a man. Before, he talked about one who was God, and now he talks about one who is sent by God. John was not the light, but he came as a witness to the light. Now, kids, this can get a little bit confusing for us. Because we're talking about a man sent from God whose name was John. And we're reading about it in the gospel written by John. But these are two different men. The gospel of John, the writer, we often refer to him as John the Apostle. John who wrote the gospel, John who wrote the epistles, John who wrote the Revelation. He writes about someone else named John. This one sent from God, his name was John. This is the one who we call John the Baptist. And his story is actually told in another gospel, in the Gospel of Luke. Maybe you remember the story of the birth of John the Baptist, how Zechariah and Elizabeth didn't have any children, and, and God comes to them and says, you're going to have a son, and Zechariah doesn't believe it. He's not able to talk for a while, and then when the baby's finally born, they're going to name him, and Zechariah writes out, his name is John, and God releases his tongue again to give praise. That's the John who was sent from God. This is the one. John the Baptist sent from God to bear witness to the light. He was not the light. He came to bear witness to the light. And there were those in John's time who were confused about who he was. We read that in verse 19. And this is the testimony of John, John the Baptist, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. They were looking for a Messiah. They were looking for Christ. They were looking for God's anointed to come. And now this miraculous child shows up. But he says, no, I am not the one you are looking for. I am not the Christ, verse 21. And they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? There was this expectation that before the coming of the Christ, Elijah would return. Now, that was a reasonable expectation based on what they had heard in the prophets. We looked at the minor prophets not so long ago, kids. Remember the prophet Malachi? At the end of Malachi, we read, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet 
before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. Before the anointed would come, Elijah would come. Remember, Elijah never died. We looked at that story a long time ago. Elijah never died. He was taken in a whirlwind to be with God. And so they expected Elijah, the man, to return before the Christ would come. That's why they say to him, are you, are you actually Elijah? The one who's come back, the one who God took up in the whirlwind. Now, it's true he might act in the function of Elijah to declare the truth of, of the coming king. But they were asking, are you actually him? Which is why John says, no, I am not him. They say, okay, well, are you the prophet the prophet, there was an expectation uh, based on Deuteronomy 16, but before the coming of the day of the Lord, a particular prophet from God would come. And he says, no, I'm not that prophet either. Well, they're confused. Well, then, who in the world are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? And he says, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. That prophecy we heard read this morning. I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. What a beautiful contrast to what we talked about last time. Jesus comes as the Word. John comes as the voice. The voice speaks the word. The voice is not the word, but the voice speaks about the word. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came, we read, he came as a witness to bear witness about the light. He came as a witness to bear witness. That was his purpose in coming. He was one sent by God. He was not the light. He was not the Christ. He wasn't Elijah or the prophet. He was one, a voice who points to the word. One who bears witness. Well, we have witnesses still today. If you watch uh, uh, courtroom shows on TV, there are witnesses. What do witnesses do, kids? Witnesses speak to establish the truth. Witnesses come to confirm the truth of what has taken place or is taking place. Witnesses come and point to the truth of the matter. That's what John did. That was his purpose. Not to speak, first of all, about himself, but to point to Jesus Christ the one who had been promised. John will say, this is the one that was spoken about. He came as a witness for the purpose of declaring the truth of who Jesus is. A witness establishes the truth, and a witness is committed to the truth. This is really what happened, and you need to believe it. He doesn't say, I'm pointing to the truth of Jesus Christ. Now take it or leave it. A witness is committed to the truth. 
to advancing the truth. You need to believe this is who he says he is. He is the light. I am not the light. He is the light. And that's what we read. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He came to point to Jesus Christ. And through belief in Jesus Christ, there is life, there is hope. He came not to talk about himself, but he came to point to the light of the world. That was his purpose. In his witness-bearing, we see a picture of what God calls us to as well. We are those who know the truth of the gospel. We are those who know the truth of who Jesus Christ is, and we are called to bear witness, to confirm that Jesus is exactly who he said he is. He is the one who is the light, the one who was in the beginning with God, the one who comes and brings light to a dark world. We come and bear witness to that truth. And as witnesses, we don't talk about ourselves, but we talk about him. Our witness is to Jesus Christ, who he is and what he has done. We are like that voice speaking the word. Our obligation at Christmas time is to tell people the truth of what's going on around us. I know I say this every year, and you've already heard me say it this year, but at Christmas time, it calls out for us to declare the truth of Jesus Christ. There, the world recognizes something special going on. They see the lights on the trees. They see the decorations up. Something's going on. And we are called to bear witness to that truth. This is what is really happening. This is what we are really celebrating. And as we do that, as we bear witness to the truth, it's not our responsibility to make other people believe it. That's God's work. That's what He does. It is our responsibility to bear witness to the truth we know. That God sent His Son, Jesus Christ, the Word, God Himself, into the world as John bore witness, as I witnessed to the light that all might believe through Him. He says in verse 9, The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. The true light. The word he uses here has the context of genuine, the real light. Because there are false lights around us. There are those who would have false ways of, of securing salvation. Jesus is the genuine light, the only light, the true light. But there are false lights. Some would say the problem with the world today is simply that people need more education. If people just knew more, everything would be better. There are some that say today, no, what we need is a great deal of social justice. If we could all just get along with each other, everything would be better. That's, that's, a, that, 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 that's a false light. That's a false hope. 
the genuine light, the true light, is that people would put their faith in Jesus Christ. That is the only way we will see change happen around us and within us. John points to Jesus Christ, this is the one you need. The true light which gives light to everyone. Now again, this text has at a number of times been misunderstood. Uh, John is not here referring to the fact that uh, anyone who comes into the world has the light of salvation already. He's not talking about a universal salvation. He is talking about the fact that this light goes out indiscriminately. The light may be, may be revealed to anyone and for all who believe, for any who believe, they will have life in His name. The true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. John talks about this, this true source of hope, this only source of hope for a fallen world. Again, John bore witness. He didn't talk about himself. John wasn't concerned to give those around him his personal testimony. He didn't want to talk about himself. He says, I want to talk about him. I want to talk about Jesus Christ. I've heard, you know, uh, uh, testimonies given where the person describes how, how terrible their life was and all the awful things that are happening. They go on for 20 minutes and in the last minute, oh, and by the way, God saved me from that. The witness talks about themselves. A witness isn't there to talk about themselves. John talks about the one coming into the world. His testimony is about Jesus Christ. And that is the testimony we bring to the world as well. Uh, we don't have to go on and on about how bad we are. My testimony is not about me. My testimony is about Jesus Christ. What he has done in spite of me. In spite of my fallenness, he came and shown the light of his love into this cold, dark heart, and he receives all the glory. Now put your faith and hope and trust in him. That's the witness. We are called to bring this Advent season, this Christmas time, a witness to the light. Not to the darkness that dwells in me, a witness to the light, to Jesus Christ who he is, what he has done, and how he continues to be that God who will embrace all who embrace him, who is completely sufficient to cover all of our sins, that one who is the light of the world, the true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. John was a witness to that one. There was a man sent from God his name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. This Advent season, once again, we have the great privilege, we have the great opportunity to be witnesses to the truth, not being caught up in all the trappings of Christmas, but to be witnesses to the truth of Christmas talking not about ourselves, but about Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done. We are those who have received the glorious gift of salvation. 
And we pray that this year God would open our mouths as witnesses to the truth, as witnesses to the light that many may come to know Him. He was the one coming into the world which gives true light to anyone who places their faith in Him. May God give us the courage, the strength, the desire to be witnesses to that one and only light. Let's join together in prayer. Lord our God, we do thank and praise you for your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for who he is. He is the God from all eternity. He is the Word. He is the one who you sent in the fullness of time. And Lord God, you prepared for his coming by sending a witness, by sending John to declare the truth of who he was. Lord God, we have that same glorious privilege. May we this Christmas time bear witness to the light, bear witness to the truth. We pray, O oh God, that in our circles of influence, in our social contact, you would open our mouths to speak the glorious message that we know. Jesus Christ came as the light of the world. Hear our prayer for Jesus' sake. Amen.